Dude, seriously, what's an Oreo without milk? Welcome to the Mastering Purpose Podcast. This is Nick, and this is session number two. Welcome, welcome to the second episode here of the Mastering Purpose Podcast. I'm really excited to be back on the mic, although I am on a different microphone because our good microphone decided that it was going to completely drop out and stop working. It's a Heil PR40, which is a pretty top-of-the-line microphone. It's considered professional quality, and um, my wife went to go record on her podcast, and it decided it wasn't going to work anymore, so I ordered... A new soundboard thinking that was the problem and now I get my own soundboard well it's the old one in my recording studio so the voice quality may not be there I know I've only got one episode before here but the most important thing is that I wanted to get in here and record the next podcast so that I can move forward in life all right on today's episode what we're going to talk about is perfectionism and this is something I really struggle with, so I feel like there's other people out there that struggle with it too, and I just wanted to talk about some pointers that I found out, and I know that everyone doesn't follow um, maybe some of the guidelines in here and some of the things that we'll talk about here today, but I do know that a lot of people out there struggle with it, and you may not even know that you struggle with perfectionism, same as what most people consider to be OCD. When you maybe you have to have five of a thing or 10 of a thing when you're picking something out. Maybe you take 10 drinks at the water fountain or you take five drinks at the water fountain or when you're counting out M&Ms to eat, you have to have five or you have to have 10. I think that kind of goes on the line of being OCD or kind of being a perfectionist. And we'll talk a little bit more about how and a little bit later in this episode. So I do think there are some relatable characteristics that you might be able to find in yourself that describes maybe how you react or maybe how you handle certain situations. And hopefully um, we can just understand a little bit of why that happens. But first off, I wanted to see if you could think of what are some signs that you might be a perfectionist. What are some things that you you know you go throughout your day and you're really trying to see um, how you can stop doing something or, or you know in a way that it's not going to make you have to worry about every single detail. So if it's a really big project that you're focusing on, are you really trying to not get the main priority? Of, of the project done because you're worrying about the nitty-gritty details. I know I struggle with that, and it really affects um, a lot of the work that I do, a lot of things in life, just because I worry about the smallest things because I feel like everything should be perfect. And the truth is, when there's something that's so overwhelming that you try to get it done, but you worry about every single detail, you could really bypass those details and no one else will know. But if you struggle as a perfectionist, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So um, here's a few things that you might be able to relate to and think about what are these signs that you might be a perfectionist. So you set unrealistic expectations or goals. And by that, I mean that you go to set your expectation of what you think you can achieve. You go to set this goal and you make them unrealistic because you really have these high standards. You really have these things that you want to get done in life and work and your relationships and you set them unrealistic and maybe that's a sign that you're a perfectionist. Uh, second thing is before starting anything, you tend to get overwhelmed because you're just afraid of making a mistake. 
I know my daughter really struggles with this and I know she gets it from me because when she's doing work, when she's trying to get something done and she doesn't know what she's doing or she messes up the first time, she just completely checks out and that's it. She will, it's hard for her to continue forward. So we really have to stop and talk with her about it. And I really have this problem too. And I know that there are other people out here uh, listening to it that struggle with that. And it's, it is very frustrating and overwhelming because you're so afraid that you're going to make a mistake because you're, you know, you don't have the experience or you're trying to get to the next step, but you, you want to make sure every single detail is completely perfect and, and right. And the truth is it's, it probably isn't. Maybe in your eyes it's perfect. Maybe in your eyes it's exactly right. But, you know, other people might think that it's not and they may have done it a different way. So you really have to think about that. The third thing is you're so, okay, you're very focused on the destination that you're not enjoying everything along the way. So let me say that one again. If you're focused on the destination, you have to enjoy the things on the way there. So if you, you know, you have something that needs to be done and you need to spend time with your kids. I'm using this as an example. Sorry if you don't have kids, but this is the example I've decided to go with. If you need to get something done and you're thinking, okay, I'll get that done. You know, the sooner I get this done, the more time I'll get with my kids. The sooner I get this done, the more time I'll get with my kids. The sooner I get X done, I'll be able to spend time with my kids. Well, Y can't be done until X is done. So let me just finish X and Y before I get to spend time with my kids. And I know this is some workaholics that might have this problem. You know, you ha- you feel like you continually have to work. But I heard a short story the other day that was talking about a story of a businessman. And, and you know, he worked 60, 70 hours a week. And he just, he did it for his family. Because, you know, us as dads and fathers, even if you're not a father, but, you know, you're in a relationship, you, you think that you're going to work and doing it for the right reasons. And you are. Um, but there are some cases where you think that you're going to work to provide for your family And that's what you will do because as a father, you need to provide for the family. As a man, you need to provide for your spouse or even if it's just yourself, you have to, you know, you have to provide for yourself. The thing is you have to keep in mind that you have things along the way that you have to appreciate things that are not going to come to you before the destination. And that's if you don't have your eyes open. So if you work 60, 70 hours a week for the next 12 years and you decide that, Okay, I've put my 12 years in, 67 hours a week. I can finally spend the time with my kids. If your daughter or son is 12 years old, do you really think that you're going to be able to spend the same quality time with them as a 12-year-old that you would if they were three or four as a toddler? I don't think so. And that's one thing you really have to think hard about because in the moment when you're trying to, you know, maybe you don't think you're ignoring the kids because you think you're doing it for a better reason, really stop and think about that. Number four is you're all you're all in or nothing, or um, maybe you're all or nothing. In another, in other words, with common goals such as maybe losing weight or learning. And I hope you can identify with this because what this means is that you want to get something done, and you decide that okay, I'm going to learn how to let's say what's a good example here let's say you want to learn about a certain piece of software or let's say you want to learn how to develop websites and you as a perfectionist you think i'm going to learn how to develop websites i'm going to take everything in i'm going to learn how to develop websites in this language i'm going to learn how to develop websites in this language i'm going to learn everything there is to know about creating a website and you're all in or nothing there's no 
there's no fine line because you're completely all in and you get so focused on what you're doing that um, you try to be perfect along the way and you try to figure out everything that there is. And that's not always a bad thing, but it does it does give your perfectionist mentality a little bit more of a, um, you're kind of feeding it and you really got to not feed it so much because then it will start taking over in other areas of your life. Um, so that's, that's number four. Number five is the vision of the big picture is often outweighed by tiny little details that don't matter. And these, you know, these can kind of result at the expense of other priorities. So we kind of talked about this in number two, when before you start anything, you get overwhelmed because you're afraid of making a mistake because you're focusing on those small details. So you know what? Sometimes you have to take the approach of like the ready aim or ready fire aim and you, you shoot. And then afterwards you have to figure out where you're aiming because if you focus on all the details that don't matter, you're not going to get past that next step. Now, Another part I wanted to bring up was that if you're a perfectionist, it can be a good thing. And that's as long as it's not taken to the extreme. So if, you, if you're working on a project and maybe you see a detail that is not really working out for you, maybe you'd fix that because you're a perfectionist where someone else may overlook it. But do, you know, try, not, try not to take it to the extreme because really, it can really be a bad thing. And you know, for those that don't mean I am... I am a perfectionist by heart, and I really wish I wasn't sometime. But I don't think that I'm classified as an extreme perfectionist. I say, quote, extreme uh, perfectionist, but I'm pretty close. So usually I feel like my intentions are good, but what happens is I lose myself with the small details, and that's that's one of my weaknesses. So I hope that you can kind of notice that and then take that um, you know, in, in another area of your life and, and hopefully help that. But I try to make efficient use of my time, and I really hope you do too. But it sometimes it backfires, and so, like here's an example. So, if you want to save time in the long run, you might spend you know two or three hours trying to set up something for the future. But what happens either either is uh, a you forget about the way that it was set up because you spent so many, you know, excruciating minutes of setting up all the details, or b there was far too much work instead of just doing something manually. Um, one of the things I really like to do is set up automations and I'm actually going to be writing a blog post about how to automate um, certain areas of your life and certain projects and, and things like that. So um, when I get that post, I will have that on the blog. But one of the things that you have to remember is when you're automating things, you could put so much work into preventing manual work. But if you put you know, let's say you have 10 steps lined out and you want to automate step one, step two, step three, step four, and then manually do step five. And then you have all the other steps. Well, later on, maybe a month from now, you may not see what that automation looks like. Um, so let's say you want to automate, you know, when an email comes into your inbox, you can have it automatically pull it out of your email inbox and create a Trello card. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, Trello is a project management software and I'm really going to start talking more about that because I love Trello I use it all the time but let's say you're setting up this automation you may forget that you set that up 30 days from now and you're having emails um, create these Trello cards and you don't know what to you forgot what you did to set it up so um, it's another reason about perfectionism that you really have to keep an eye on now I know there's there's many ways to help you with your perfectionism and in today's episode, I want to talk about a few tools that will kind of help the, 
you know, mundane, um, monotonous tasks that drive a perfectionist nuts because seriously, there are, when you have to do something over and over and over and over again, there's got to be a way to automate it. So the way that, you know, if you're not a perfectionist, the way that perfectionist works is that they will go to the end of the earth to make a task that have to be completed in one go. So let's say, you know, I use the email example. Let's say you have a form that sends records into a spreadsheet. Um, you know, sometimes you can have a form and it will just automatically email you and say, hey, this form's been filled out. Go check out the form details. But sometimes you might want to set up to where you have a form online that sends things into a spreadsheet and that way it automatically lays it out by row. And you want to try and make that um, a little bit quicker. So when you set up that automation, you have to remember that being a perfectionist, you're going to want to fix everything along the way. So, you know, where they go to the website to get to the form, where they go for... Um, you know, afterwards, if there's an email that goes back out to them and then back into that spreadsheet. And so I know this might seem a little um, kind of like not structured in the way I'm saying this, but this is an example of one one way that when you're a perfectionist, you have to keep an eye on all the details and make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself, make sure that you're not being too uh, frustrated with yourself. So um I want to know some of the ways that you're struggling as a perfectionist. And if you don't fall into this category of thinking, you know, you are a perfectionist, what are some tasks that you need to get done, but spend too much time on the details? And I really want you to think about that. Um, you know, if you, if you spend an hour crafting an email because you need the grammar to be perfect and you need the subject line to be perfect and you go through and, you know, you want to make sure that all the font and everything is set up, you know, what are those things that are taking maybe a little bit too much of your time? Maybe you could devote that to other things. Uh, just something to think about. So um, hopefully you got some value out of this podcast episode. And in the next podcast episode, I want to talk about why fitness is so important in your life and making sure that you're trying to take those extra steps to maybe eat healthy um, and you know have that fitness incorporated into your life because it does change the way that you do things, the way that you think and all kinds of different properties of your life. So sorry, this one was a little bit shorter. Hopefully I'm still trying to line up some interviews and we'll get those people over here to talk about purpose in their life. And in this episode, we talked about perfectionism. Hopefully you identified with some of those things. If you have any questions, head over to the blog. You'll be able to um, see this podcast and some of the things we talked about at masteringpurpose.com slash podcast two. And if you have any questions, please leave a comment on the blog or just get a hold of me um, in some other way, maybe social media or something like that. So glad you guys were here today. I really appreciate your time and I'll talk with you guys in the next one.